Time to wake Time up. To wake up. <laughs> <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. You are tuned into His Hardline. Welcome to the number one show many have yet to discover. Our priorities of discussion are quite simple. We put God first. We talk about good health and how to fortify our families, followed by how we restore the republic so we can have a strong nation once again. So patriots, so patriots assemble. assemble. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Again, wherever you're at in the world, I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the host. They are the ones with the most. They are in the captain's chair. They're at the wheel and they are steering this ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome to His Hard Line for episode 456, the new declaration of independence, 21 October of 2012. You might be wondering what? We have a new declaration of independence. Yes, we do. Jason, how come I never heard about this in the news? You really think the fake news media is going to disclose this type of information? No. Well, how come my kids aren't learning about it in public school? Do you really trust a bunch of public pedophiles and teacher school unions who have no interest in really actually educating the kids? I mean, I'm sure there's a few good teachers out there, but by and large, most of them are a bunch of freaks. I know a few of them. You think that really they're going to learn this stuff in school? They barely can even learn about the, uh, the, the fabricated history that's you know altered over and over again, let alone what's really happening in real time. No, you're not going to get this information anywhere else. You're not going to get this from Bards FM. You're not going to get this from Mel K or SG Anon or what's that other one? Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, gosh. I can't remember his name now, but he he served in the military. Um, he's a country singer. I can't remember. I've, I've played some of his stuff on here, but you're not going to hear from him. 
No, not David Nino. Someone else. Yeah, Derek Johnson. There you go, Nancy. Thank you. Yeah, Derek Johnson. You're not going to hear this from any of them. And by the way, it cracks me up when Derek Johnson, I'm not taking anything away from the guy, but he always keeps saying, Donald Trump is still your president. No, he's not. He's commander in chief, but he's still, he's not still your president. I wish he'd stop saying that because that's false. He's not still the president. We have a president and it ain't Trump. Sure, it's an interim president, but it ain't Trump. And yes, I will say Trump is still commander in chief. Yes. But he's not still president. But the new Declaration of Independence, 21 October 2012, you might be wondering, well, Jason, where can I read this? All right, well, you can read it from a few different areas. There's obviously the national-assembly.net, and I believe, Destry, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe you could find it on nsaranews.blogspot. I believe it might be on there as well. Now, of course, what you're going to be reading is a digital copy of it. Now, the originals are, I imagine, I've never seen the original, but I am I know a lot of our, the original documents that are within the assembly are printed and yes they are sealed because of for protection i mean think about the original declaration of independence and the original uh constitution you know for the united states that that's what it is nasaranews.blogspot.com that's the other place where you can find it but yes the original which is printed is sealed and for good reason because again, we're talking about the foundations of our nation and we need to protect these very vital pieces of information, these vital documents, which really is a notice to the world. Now, before we get started, I'm going to play this piece. Now, some of you have heard me talk about this man. Now, I've never met him. But he was one of the originators in the assembly. He was also a Navy SEAL. Uh, Destry put some of the other credentials because you knew him. I believe you lived with him. You were roommates with him. That would be Robert Gilman. But I'm, I got a piece. It's about three minutes long before I get into the reading. And there's Carl Miller too. But the piece that I'm going to play has Robert Gilman on it. Oh, not Robert. It was Carl Miller. My apologies. But you knew Robert, though. And you, you, you know, you were able to get as much information as possible, but he was a Navy SEAL and I forgot what else, but, you know, put, put whatever credentials because, you know, Robert Gilman, Carl Miller, and these men, just like him, they were one of the originators, uh, since the founding of the assembly. Now, I also want to say this because I got this clarification from Paul, who is NMI assembly. And again, one of the also original founders, the originators of the assembly, him and his father, Paul senior. I had a long conversation with him the other day and I asked him, I said, it was for a clarification question. I said, out of curiosity, I said, was Robert, was Robert Gilman one of the guys that trained under general Douglas MacArthur, you know, on, under, uh, the, the field training manual 2000 25. He says, no, um, wait, that, now Destry says, yes. Paul says, no, well, <laughs> which one is it? So he said, no, because he said, he said that he was just getting in the military as Douglas was getting out. I thought, see, I might have to, I might have to get correction now on that. Maybe I wonder if maybe he misunderstood me when I was asking him, but, but, um, so I guess we're going to get some more clarification, but 
I know there is some stuff. I guess the point is, is there is some certain information that AVR, Anna Von Wright, was putting out there that was false. Saying that uh, some of the, you know, the originators, um, what, what was he, what was she saying? I can't remember, but she was spreading certain information to stir up controversy when she was part of the National Assembly. And yes, AVR was part of the National Assembly, but um, with bad intentions. And she was stirring up rumors. And there was something regarding with, I believe, Robert Gilman or Carl Miller, one of the two. And I have to, I'm going to get some clarification on this now because I want to make sure I get proper information. And the reason I'm trying to get this clarification is because I strive to put out 100% fact to you guys. Now, this piece that I'm going to play was an interview, not really an interview, but it was like a discussion that he had on a radio show. Um, Oh, it was back in 2013. And the radio show was the Greg Marshall show. Now, he had Robert Gilman and Destrion actually, um, I believe, a few different times. But uh, there's some recordings that you can find on the national website, national-assembly.net. And there's actually some recordings on there where you can hear some of this. But um, there's one piece that I clipped out in particular. Um, let's see here. Destry was saying the Vatican hit AVR with an earthquake to threaten her to turn against us. Oh, I got gotcha. you. With an earthquake? He says, yes, like a literal earthquake. <laughs> I got to get clarification on this. He says, yes. Huh. Interesting. I'd be, I'd be curious to learn more about that. Um, but, um, but anyway, but yeah, so I, I, I clipped out this one piece, um, that Robert Gilman had, it's about, like I said, three and a half minutes long. I, I feel like it's very important because this was back in 2013. So about 10 years ago. Now, before I get started, I kind of want to lead in with a quote. I found this on the Florida General General Assembly's Telegram page. This one is by um, Maximilian, uh, what's his name? Maximilian Robespierre. I hope I pronounced that right. But, he, but the quote is, the secret of freedom lies in educating people, whereas the secret of tyranny is in keeping them ignorant. Think about that for a second. The secret of freedom lies in educating people, whereas the secret of tyranny is keeping them ignorant. And that is exactly what they're trying to do, ladies and gentlemen. They're trying to keep the bulk of America, the bulk of we the people, the body politic of this country, ignorant with all these distractions so they don't wake up to the fact of what's really going on and what the National Assembly is actually doing. Yeah. Here's another quote by Thomas Jefferson. I prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. Amen. Yes. And yeah, Destry was saying right here regarding the earthquake and AVR. He said, yeah, energy weapon earthquake centered 100 feet from her home immediately after she stabbed us in the back. And uh, yeah, they use harp, which I believe is up there in Alaska, as a matter of fact. But yeah, so. Um, very interesting stuff. Speaking of earthquakes, I guess Turkey was hit with another 6.3, um, earthquake, I guess just earlier today. That's very interesting. Uh, here's another thing. James O'Keefe with, uh, Project Veritas, I guess apparently decided to resign. Well, who else resigned this week? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember her name now, but the YouTube president. Interesting that these big names and these big companies step down. Mm -hmm. 
Here's a little Bible quote for you I just want to read. Whoever overlooks an offense fosters friendship, but whoever gossips about it separates friends. That's Proverbs 17, 19. In case you missed the Bible reading from the previous show, there's a little scripture for you today. Now, let's get into reading. Oh, actually, first, no, hold on. Excuse me. I want to play this uh, this piece real quick by Robert Gilman. So this was 10 years ago when things were just getting started. All right. We were, they were probably about, I think at this point in the, uh, doing the radio show two or three years into it. So it was still very fresh and still very new. Listen to this piece because it's very, very interesting and profound. Uh, maybe, hold on, if I can only get my sound right, because, you know, I'm a senior citizen here. Through history and we know that what you're doing is right, but how do we know that any of it's going to carry any weight? Well, what we have done is, as I was telling the gentleman today, this process all starts with the fact that there is a group that comes together. That group takes a look at the problem, and then they address it by stating the succinct facts and issues. Those succinct facts and issues are then given to these public officials in the form of a notice. Those notices have been given consistently for the last three years. Uh, they have not been rebutted. So using their own tactic that silence is acquiescence, it means they must be agreeing with us is that they're doing wrong. So you hear that? Silence is acquiescence. And that is the same. Those are the same sets of rules that these tyr tyr tyrants use. See, we give our consent by being silent. And so we use the same rules against them. And in their world, though, they know they are wrong and that they don't hold any standing. So they have no reason. They have no standing to rebut these things. Continuing. We take and get to the point. We're in a winter process right now of giving notice. We have one more week uh, to uh, have this notice published. And uh, at the end of that week, uh, they have, you know, a short, very short period of time because that's already 21 days has gone by to, uh, give us a rebuttal or a, a rebuttal of those facts and to either say that they're, that we're right or that we're wrong. If they say nothing, then it's, we're going to do the same thing they've done to us for years. We're going to presume that they agree with us and then we're going to move forward. Now, the, the things that I brought forward today with the group in, in the meeting was the fact that there's two things that people have been uh, washed out of their systems and their thinking is the fact that we have impeachment and we also have recall. And we also have a blatant out and out termination of office for failure to uphold their oath of offices. So these things are happening. Uh, we're pushing very hard to get these things orchestrated so that uh, people like you that are asking this question, we can actually say, okay, in this instance, this is what's happened. We do have case issues where we have uh, had houses returned to people who have been evicted. Uh, we have court cases going on that we, we've come to a brick wall on both sides, so it's just sitting there percolating. And we've also had some uh, good success at talking to these folks, just simply talking to them. And some of these 
clerks and uh, lower officials are quite surprised and amazed when we ask them, you know, there's a great statement that an older gentleman who has now passed away used to say, uh, put my finger on the law, which is basically saying if you can't pull me out an ordinance, a regulation, or code, which, by the way, is not law, it's legal uh, jargon from a corporation within their charter, which I showed these uh, gentlemen this morning, was that the United States is a corporation and we're working under corporate charter rather than law, uh, they start asking questions themselves. So it's a good dialogue in a lot of cases where the people are now in those offices are starting to say, well, I really didn't know that. So it's getting out there. It's a very slow grinding process. I mean, they have very slowly ground us down to where we are now. Yeah, that's right. And did you just kind of, did you hear what he said? That there are people in those offices and the de facto that have no idea. They have no idea. See, not everybody in the de facto is bad. I mean, I'm sure some of you might have friends or family members that might work as a treasurer in a township somewhere or might be a county clerk. I don't know. But obviously not everybody in the de facto is bad. Uh, Leslie Liberty said she's one of them, you know, so just because people work in a de facto does not mean they are bad. Uh, like he clearly stated, Robert Gilman clearly stated they, they don't know unless you're part of the assembly, then, you know, but by and large, they don't know. And so, you know, we need to remember that when it comes time, you know, when we come out of interim status, uh, we need to be very great, you know, because it's 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 going to be, and I don't know what to expect, to be quite frank with you guys, because this is all new to me as it is new for you. I'm going to be learning right there with you guys. I'm going to be seeing every step of the process run its course, just like the rest of you. Uh, I will do my best within the scope of my ability, because, you know, obviously there's some things that I can project out here on the airwaves and some things that I cannot, not because we're trying to keep it secret, but because of the very nature of trying to get back our country, there are some things the enemy cannot know. You guys know that you guys are very smart and I imagine you guys would understand that, but as things play out within the scope and the boundaries of my capability, I will walk through certain things play by play as certain things happen but yeah like rita said it's war we have to be smart we can't be stupid and, and show our hand it, it, that's not how that's going to work but i will say this at the end of the day we will be triumphant now if you want to read along on the new declaration of independence October 20th of 2012, you can go to national-assembly.net, click resources, go down to the bottom where it says handbook. And when you go to handbook, you'll go to appendix K. It's toward the bottom, appendix K, the letter K, like kite. And I'm going to read through this because this is very important. This is legitimately a, our new Declaration of Independence, 21 October 2012. Now, remember, what I just played there was in 2013. Robert was saying that they have been putting out notices over the last three years. This is one of them because that's what the Declaration of Independence is. It is a notice, another one. 
And it reads, We the People in General Assembly, October 21, 2012, author this Declaration of Independence for the Union of States of the North American Continent, titled United States of America, in response to the present governmental abuses. We declare all abuses unlawful. Using the clear and determining language of the original Declaration of Independence, attached for reference, we the people dissolve the political bands that have bound us into debt slavery at the hands of the legal industry and the corporate United States and demand removal of all lawyers, attorneys, counselors from public offices, including all lawyer judges from all courts. No longer shall we, the people, be abused by the legal profession and bought and paid for career politicians with the disrespect demonstrated in such an oppressive manner as in the present times. Our courts have abused we, the people, in such a manner that it has shocked the conscience of we, the people, dearly. It is the absolute right of we, the people, to exercise our unalienable excuse me, our unalienable right to judge the law as well as the evidence of all allegations made against natural born free men and women. In keeping with the language of the original declaration, to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and the na- and of nature's God Nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Excuse me. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just posers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes and according accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed excuse me all right <clears throat> But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having indirect object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. Sorry, hold on, I just had to. Zip a message real quick over. Sorry. Borrowing this phrase 
from the original organic declaration of independence and replacing certain epithets, it will again stand as the allegations of the present population to wit. The history, <clears throat> the history of past presidents and the present president of the United States is a history of repeated injuries, abuses, and usurpations, all having indirect object, indirect object, the establishment of an absolute tyranny over the Union of States. To prove this, let facts be fa let let these facts be submitted to a candid world. These facts are as follows: the present government offices are filled with private contractors who have usurped the official de jure republic offices and who are for the most part lawyers especially lawyers that are bar card this is a side note not part of this especially if they're bar card holding lawyers which stands for the british accreditation registrar registry yep that's right the bar is the biggest problem here Continuing, this private contractors, this private contractors have committed criminal acts against we the people by carving out absolute immunities, declaring lawyers to be above the law, and in particular, while occupying de jure offices in a de facto capacity. There are no venues to redress we the people's grievances as lawyers have twisted the common English language meaning to suit the legal industry's purposes of absolute authority over we the people without the consent of the law giver, we the people. Due to planned deceitful orchestrations of the corporation, United States validated by 28 U.S.C. 3002 at subsection 15, and I quote, United States means A, a federal corporation, B, an agency, department, commission, board, or other entity of the United States, or C, an instrumentality, instrumenta, instrumentality of the United States. These actions have allowed this nation to be corrupted into an unrecognizable monarchy and a tyrannical despotism is the rule. There is no representation for we the people as lobbyists by the people elected and pervert the government process to extract the very substance that was brought into being for the betterment of all the people on the North American continent originally titled the 13th United States of America, excuse me, the 13 United States of America. The corporate United States has passed legislation and passed it off as law, and, it's, and it is not law, but statute. Corporate policy and is forced, excuse me, let me reread that. It is not law, but statute equals corporate policy and is forced on we the people under the color of law. The corporate United States has perverted the people's money as Congress abdicated their responsibility to control the coinage and currency of the United States of America to private, 
to a private for-profit debt note system known as the Federal Reserve Banking System, and Congress allowed this nation to be corrupted beyond recognition as they are mere actors without conscience or authority over we the people. Uh, sorry, I had to take a sip of water. The corporate United States has perverted the ownership of the people's property, land, and children by the means of deceit, fraud, and lying. These people, excuse me, these actions are an abomination and are going on to this day and can no longer be tolerated by we the people. The corporate United States has perverted and corrupted the law by putting in place, in the place of justice, a practice of procedure known as court rules so stringent and convoluted that we the people are unable to present the truth and receive due process and justice. The lawyers of the legal industry have denied access to the courts for their benefit and should an individual present their own and defend their own case, their presentments are ignored and labeled frivolous. This has been assisted by the legal industry depriving the people of the benefit of a trial by a fully informed jury. The corporate United States has erected a multitude of law enforcement agencies that have no constitutional basis and the effect has been so has to excuse me and the effect has been to send swarms of policy enforcers to harass the people and fill the jails and prisons with people where there is no injured party or competent fact witness to evidence substance in the action causing the economic and quality of life of we the people to be no more than poverty and debt-ridden slaves The corporate United States has turned our judicial system into a foreign system contrary to our Constitution and blatantly ignores the Bill of Rights by continually changing and hiding articles and adding articles that further enslave the people, as demonstrated by Article 14, that made slaves of all the people with declaring the, stat the status of citizenship for their purposes, not by choice of we the people in self-determination, by the command of our creator. The corporate United States has manipulated the Emergency Powers Act, which is not in the Constitution, to maintain a standing army that is used as a world police force and has given authority over the standing army to the United Nations equals UN organization to use for their corrupt agenda to reduce humanity of the world to poverty and slavery, as well as reduce the world population by whatever means they choose. These actions have been orchestrated to have control over all state militias, causing dependence on the corporate United States for defense of the states and to fill the U.N.'s need for a military force to enforce their criminal agenda. The corporate United States has committed economic warfare against we the people by engaging in economic treaties that have moved production of products and goods to countries that pay workers substandard compensation without concern for humane conditions. The corporate United States has allowed the staging of large bodies of foreign armed troops among us on American soil equals land. The corporate United States engaged in protecting themselves 
by a mock sham of hearings equals trials for harmful acts committed against we the people of these states. The corporate United States has cut off our trade with all parts of the world by consenting to the wholesale movement of our corporations that produce products and goods offshore. The corporate United States has imposed taxes on us without our consent or with any regard to the constitutional mandate of direct apportioned among the several states. The corporate United States has taken away our constitutions, abolishing our most valuable laws and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments to corporations and unrecognizable laws that are not applicable to we the people. The corporate United States has suspended our own state legislatures by leveraging the states into writing corporate constitutions and declaring themselves the federal government with the power to legislate for us by way of commerce in all cases whatsoever, making the Treasury the highest administrative law court in the nation. The corporate United States has waged economic war against us at every opportunity they can devise secret with foreign agents. The corporate United States has plundered our states, ravaged our resources, destroyed our records, and destroyed the lives of we the people by continual government creep into the very fabric and substance of our existence. The corporate United States is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous, barbarous ages and totally unworthy of the leadership of a civilized nation. The corporate United States has constrained our fellow citizens taken captive in the public byways for the exercise of rights that the corporate United States has turned into privileges to force the extraction of exorbitant taxes or to warehouse us to profit by making our very existence into bonded servitude for profit of themselves. The corporate United States has ex excited, excuse me, yeah, has excited domestic insurrections amongst us by agitation and creation of absurd statutes, regulations, and ordinances, and perceived conditions that prove false and have exacted physical harm to life and limb against we the people to cause open and hostile aggression for the corporate United States' sole purpose of ordering the mass murder of we the people at their whim and caprice in an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. To the corporate United States in every stage of these oppressions, we the people have petitioned for a redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury, marked by every act which may be defined by tyrannical acts, identifying all in these offices as unfit to rule a free and peace-loving people. We, the people, have warmed them from attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We, the people, have reminded our legislatures in civil dialogue of circumstances of our discovery of the continual attack on the Constitution, which we, the people, have been taught and led to believe embraces our welfare and liberties. We, the people, have appealed to their conscience, justice, and magnanimity 
to disavow and cease and desist these usurpations which have interrupted our lives and liberty to be self-determined as laws of nation, as the law of nations and nature's God declare. The corporate United States has been deaf to the voice of justice and blind to the suffering of we the people and been ever increasing in their oppression and cruelty. We the people must therefore initiate the complete restoration of our de jure offices by actions of peacefully seating of the body politic in each state by the number of representatives and senators chosen in the year 1860 from the general populace to issue orders to the corporate United States that their actions are null and void ab initio we the people therefore the representatives and senators of these united states of america and general congress assembled appealing to the supreme judge of the world our creator and giver of supreme law ask for a blessing for the rectitude of our intentions do in the name and by authority of the good people of the united states of america solemnly publish and declare that these united states in perpetual union are and by right of self-determination free and independent states with all sovereignty retained with and by we the people that the people that we the people dissolve all allegiance to the corporate united states and that all political connection between we the people and the corporate United States is totally dissolved. And that is, and that as free and independent states, we the people have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things independent states by right of self determination decide to engage in. <clears throat> and for the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence. We mutually pledge to each other as a sacred covenant between we the people, local to the United States of America, and the Almighty Creator, our support and protection of the Magna Carta, Mayflower Compact, Articles of Confederation, Bills of Right, Bill of Rights, excuse me, Constitution. Northwest Ordinance, life, liberty, prosperity, and equal justice for all. And that is the end of the document. That, ladies and gentlemen, is where we're at. That is the new Declaration of Independence. That is the notice. And in my opinion, is the shot heard around the world. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what we the people are doing. I tell you, when I read that, gives me goosebumps when I read that. Gives me chills. It is a wonderful document. And you know what? I think after reading this document, see, I was going to do something that was completely unrelated to assembly and stuff like that, but more uh, still pretty interesting. It, it kind of kind of goes along with, oh, like Project Mockingbird and stuff like that. I was going to talk about the Truman Show, the movie. I had some sound piece that I was going to play off and on. But uh, 
decided to have a change of heart and decided to do a reading of the new Declaration of Independence, 21 October 2012. I'm glad I did because now I think I have some of the material that I want to in, instill, you know, that I want to implement in that project I was telling you guys about. This is one of the coolest things I think I've ever read next to the contempt of the constitution, which by the way, is another great piece. It's the first common law that has been written since 1861 in the de setting. You can go on Podbean and search for my podcast. You, all you have to do is just type in contempt, C-O-N-T-E-M-P-T. It should come up contempt of the constitution. Otherwise you can go to national assembly.net. It should be right there on the front page. There's four shows. One of them should be the contempt of the constitution. You can also go to hishardline.com and you can go to the um, national assembly link at the top of the page. And when you click on that, you'll find the show there as well. Along other, you know, along with other shows that are related to the assembly, check it out underneath that same link on hishardline.com. You'll also see another link. It's a drop-down menu. It says Army TM 2000-25. That is the field training manual 2000-25 that General Douglas MacArthur studied under and trained his special forces operators under, which the 20 the 2000-25 manual is a manual that basically it it's a it's instructions on how to restore a republic from a democracy. And then of course I got a show on there that I'm going to do another one of, but there's one that I did on the fundamental orders of 1638, another very important show. And last but not least under the national assembly link on at his There is a link that says avoid AVR. And when you click on that, there are two shows that I highly urge a lot of you to listen to and her nastiness that she got herself involved in and blood oaths and stuff like that. So somebody was just asking, can you just have a recording of you reading that so we can download it and be able to play it on a daily basis? You know what? I think I might do that. Yeah. I think I will do that. I think that's a good idea because it's a very, very important. I will do that. Um, Yes, I will definitely do that. And then when I do do that, I will not only put it on my hisheartline.com website on the, probably the main page, but I'm sure Destry will probably take that and place it on the front page of national-assembly.net because that is a very important document. And yeah, I think that's a great idea. So I will do just a reading on that. No commentary, no anything. I'll make sure I have water. I, I do need to make sure my, my voice is top notch. Cause I'm, as you can tell, I'm still kind of, <clears throat> I feel better, but as you can tell, my voice is still a little dry, a little raspy. So when I get my voice back, you know, on par where I can go through an entire reading, um, the nice thing is too, I can also record and stop. So I guess that helps a lot too, but yeah, I will do that. Um, I'm just waiting for another couple more days for my voice to, you know, uh, recoup, but yeah, I think that's a great idea. I will do that. So I'm going to leave this Appendix K tab up on my computer as a reminder that that I need to do that. So, yes, I will do that. Good suggestion, by the way. Whoever suggested that, um, uh, you got one of those Podbean given names, TSKJ8Z. 
Sounds like it's honey. Okay, awesome. So good suggestion, honey. I really appreciate that. And yes, I will do that. Speaking of which, I need to take a sip of water. It's a great document. <clears throat> it's a very, very great document. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but anyways, I just felt that that was very important to read and to go over. Um, and, and yeah, you know, it's, you know, and, and some people would probably hear this and say, oh, come on, anybody can type that up. No, there's actually quite a bit of thought that was put into this. A lot of thought. Uh, but not just a lot of thought, but, you know, this is sealed and autographed and placed for safekeeping. I don't care if people believe that this is a real document or not. I've seen enough evidence now and I have enough receipts in my own validation of things that I have seen and things that I've researched and just paying attention. I mean, that's all you have to do is just pay attention. I mean, it, it, if you pay attention to Trump and what he said in the last three, four, five years, and you watch what's been happening around you, there's validation everywhere. But the stuff that's on national-assembly.net just adds the whipped cream and the cherry on top of it all that really furthers, it really furthers the... The, you know, it solidifies it in your mind that what's happening is legit and really going on. Yes, there are white hats going on that are working in the background, the military, yes. But here's the thing. The military is not the one that's going to save us like we've always been led to believe. We are going to save ourselves by assembling. We have to assemble. We are the ones that are going to save ourselves. Destry was just saying, it usually takes us a month or two to do a document like that. A document like that, I imagine you're not just going to do in a day or two or a week or two. He just said it takes about a month or two. And I could believe it. That was a very big document and requires a lot of thought. And a lot of analyzing of what kind of usurpations and, and abuses that our tyrannical de facto government, a.k.a. the corporation, has brought upon we the people. And so, yes, we want to say thank you to Destry Payne, who's in the chat, for being part of that writing. For being part of that of orchestrating that document, um, as well as other men like Paul, his father, I'm sure Carl Miller, I, I believe probably Robert, you know, Gilman rest their souls. You know, there's three men that are not with us. I'm sure others, but you know, if you go back to the old days of 1776 and when the first declaration of independence was drafted and written. I bet you a lot of people in the colonies that were loyalists to Britain or whatever would probably look at that document and be like, yeah, so what? Whoop-dee-doo, you put a bunch of writing on parchment paper. And look at it today, several hundred years later. Look how 
still important it is in our history and the authority that it still holds. That's this document here, the Declaration of Independence 2.0. That is this document here. Yeah, like Oscar was saying, it took four months for the original, for the Constitution to be drafted. These things do not just pop up overnight. These are not things that people just write because they're bored. These are standing authoritative documents that give us the standing and puts out the public notice to the world community of what we, the people here in America, are doing by returning original jurisdiction. So, back to honey. Yes, I will, uh, once I get my voice, I'm going to give it another couple more days. <clears throat> I will do a recording. I will post it on Telegram. I will put it on my website. And I believe Destry said he will put it on the national-assembly.net front page of the website for others to easily grab it and check it out and listen to it on a you know regular basis as they want, as a need. I was thinking about doing the same thing with the contempt of the Constitution. I did a podcast on it, but I think I might just do a basic reading of it. No commentary, no additions, no anything. Because that is also going to be equally as important going forward when it comes to impaneling our grand juries against these criminals who have committed tyranny or you know treason and, and crimes against humanity and other atrocious crimes against we the people. So I think I'm going to do a reading and nothing else of the contempt of the Constitution and yes, the Declaration of Independence, the new one, with no commentary, no nothing. I'm just going to say this is a reading of the Declaration of Independence, October 21st, 2012, or this is a reading of the contempt of the Constitution, the first de jure law written and enacted since 1861 in the de jure. And then I'll get into the reading. This way, it's made available for all of you, so you don't have to sit there and listen to me chit-chat and cough and, <clears throat> and talking to people in the chat like I usually do. In fact, you guys did a, made, made a good idea. And so I think I'm going to start going through these documents and just do just that. Make an audio library for those who really don't want to read. Because sometimes reading could be a, a long, drawn-out thing for some people, especially if you're a slow reader. And then this way you can just read it and, or listen to it over and over again. Same thing with, uh, you know, other documents. But I think I'm going to start off with the this Declaration of Independence and the Contempt of the Constitution. So I think I will do that. Great suggestion, and I really do appreciate that. Oh, Nancy, I thank you for that. She says, we love your commentary. I don't know. Sometimes my commentary annoys my wife. You know that? In fact, hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, speaking of annoying the wife, let's, 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 let's annoy right now. Hold on. I know you guys live for this. Hold on. And then we're going to close this out in a prayer. We got to end this kind of funny. Let's see. Let's, can we annoy her? Let's see. Let's see. Hello. Come on, wife, pick up. Hi. Hello. Hi. What are you doing? Uh, Haven's eating a snack. You're on the air. I know. How do you know? I don't see you in the chat. Because I could hear you talking before I entered the phone. <laughs> You're sneaky, sneaky. What'd you hear me say? Nothing. Oh, I was saying, I was saying, uh, 
I, so somebody in the chat was saying, we appreciate your commentary. I said, well, sometimes my commentary can annoy my wife. So I'm like, you know what? Speaking of annoying the wife, let's annoy the wife right now. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. We're annoying you. Are we annoying you? No. Oh. Well, that certainly backfired in my face. You know, it takes a lot to annoy me. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid chipmunk. Well, crap. Well, I guess that didn't work. Uh, mm -mm. Somebody was just saying good thing. Oh, Rita was saying that she says good thing. She's such a good sport. Oh, yeah. She's a good sport and very, very patient. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I I will try to annoy you tomorrow with something else. Um, yeah. So that didn't work out so well. Oh, oh, there you are. Oh, welcome to the party. I see you're in the chat now. Well, congrats. Well, welcome. Glad that you're not too good for the community. Hi. Well, I have a kid to get ready for bed. Ah, she can get herself Can't ready. Ah, she can get herself ready. She doesn't need parents, right? Who needs parents? She's six. Nah, she's about ready to get booted out next year. Get a job. Yeah, good luck with that. She needs to start contributing to the Jones household. Inflation, <laughs> baby. They, look, groceries are expensive. She needs to contribute. I'm going to start <laughs> raiding her piggy bank. Yeah. Can she hear me? No. Oh, well, that sucks. All right. Well, I'll let you go. Now, the, the, I thought, oh, wait, wait, what? What is she? She yelling at me? Yeah, she wants to know what you need from her. Oh, I want all her $2 bills in her piggy bank. Hey, Ben, do you want to give your money to daddy? 20... You get four bucks if I, she has it. I get four bucks. Well, Nancy here in the chat says she can pull weeds in the garden. <laughs> she loves to do that. Yeah, she does. All right, I'll let you go so you can continue to tend to the kid. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Well, there you have it. Like I said, I, I try. I try to be. I try, I try to. We try to have fun around here. But anyway, so we'll end this on a prayer. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, want to say thank you very much for this time and for this wonderful piece of writing that we know it as the New Declaration of Independence, twenty-one October of two thousand twelve. We want to say thank you for the men and women that contributed uh, to the writing of this wonderful document. We look forward, Father, to seeing everything being carried out uh, more actively as time progressive, progresses. We pray for the nation and we pray for a continued awakening of the spirit of the people in America that they may not only not just awaken, but also be moved by God and the Holy Spirit by inviting Jesus Christ into their hearts and start to realize that they need to take accountability in their own lives for their own self-governance and stop riding on the coattails of selected politicians that never had our best interest to begin with. People who weren't centered around God, people who were false teachers, people who were very deceitful. We ask that you help us get back to a original jurisdiction so that we can become and live our lives as a free and independent people, sovereign. And so we ask you all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. That is it for the day. And I do appreciate all you do. And thank you guys for joining us here. Randy was saying, thank you, Jason. God bless and protect us all. Yes, indeed. God bless and protect all of you.
And thank you for being part of this community. Thank you for being part of the show. And we will be back here again tomorrow for another Bible reading. And uh, I don't know what the other show is going to be about. To be determined. But until next time, we will see you on the other side tomorrow. And wherever you're at in the world, have a good day, good night. And remember, at His Hard Line, we are firm, we are steadfast, and yes, we are uncompromising. We do not compromise with the enemy. We don't submit to the enemy. Hold that line. Don't let the enemy cross it. And don't let our people, God's people, cross that line into temptation to be entrapped in the snares that Satan lays out for us. Hold that line and be the watchers on the wall. Don't be compromising. We're uncompromising. And remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Have a good night, good day, wherever you're at in the world, and we will be back here tomorrow. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Time to wake Time up. To wake up. <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost.